Welcome to the AMX Superstore's Pro MX Recap Show here on the Inside Dirt Network. This is the round two app in preview show. Finally, let's go racing. Big day. Lots to talk about uh, before we get to that. With that being said, we've got to give a massive shout out to the guys at AMX Superstores for their constant support of our Pro MX race coverage here on Inside Dirt. AMX Superstores are the nation's leading motorcycle retail specialist with over 20 store locations across the East Coast. Uh, Narang and um, Caram Downs, two of the flagship stores that are the latest openings, their big centers, um, two of my old stomping grounds between Victoria and now where I live on the Gold Coast. But these shops are massive. They have everything you need from apparel to consumables, talking about oils, tires, everything in between gear, helmets, goggles, boots, from road to adventure to motocross, supercross. And uh, if you look at how it went down this weekend, it happened. Uh, the Campbelltown store is not too far from there, and uh, a lot of the Campbelltown team were actually out hanging out with the uh, race fans and, um, you know, selling some product and uh, and hanging out. And that's really what it's all about with the Primex side of things for AMX Superstores is having the local markets get to know the local teams at the stores, and they do a great job with that. And, of course, if somehow you're not in the areas of any stores across the East Coast, which would be pretty difficult, but if you're not, then you can go to amxsuperstores.com.au they have everything you need and they can get you back on the bike, back on track, back on the road or back on the trails within a couple of days, same week delivery and just about everything. And uh, amxsuperstores.com.au will have you covered. So with that being said, massive shout out to AMX Superstores. We also did our first live um, AMX uh, radio show uh, from Appen, which was really cool at lunchtime. You'll probably hear that on the uh, podcast network before you hear this so uh, check that out it was a good time we had charlie cannon on she was a great guest and we benched race in the heat about how the day was going to go so with that being said massive shout out make sure you check out amx superstores and now let's get to the show okay kids you're in for a real treat today he's jimmy's brother the guy the singer gator never been about that never never been about playing no shit it'd be like looking over and seeing your your ex-missus with someone else like it's a there's a few of them going around the pits i'm sure that's Do you know what I've been smacking lately? Can we say it on the show? <laughs> Why weren't you more successful? Well, you know, because I sucked. So. As promised, this is the AMX Superstores Pro MX recap show, round number two at Appen. Um, it's going to be a little different tonight, guys. Um, long story short, I have some commitments coming this week, which means that um, I'm not going to be able to do a Monday or a Tuesday night recording of uh, the recap show. Um, so basically, that means no guests as such. So what we're doing is I've got a bunch of pre-recorded interviews that we did at the end of the day. Actually, really good. We got Yuri Konsky, we got Dean Ferris, we got Nato Crawford, we got all the heavy hitters. Um, Aaron Tenney, who actually won the weekend. Great lineup of post race interviews. It's actually really cool. I'm probably going to do more of that. So, right now, it is uh, 9.30 at night, Gold Coast time. And uh, I'm joined by um, Jimmy Aylan, Aylan Media, ID Media Group, Inside Dirt, everything in between. Yeah, a bit all over the joint, eh? Yeah, a bit of everything, mate. Um, Spread out. Luckily, you ended up at my house Friday night. We flew out of Gold Coast. Yeah. we were going to go riding Friday. That was the plan, but we looked at the uh, the weather forecast on the Thursday Arvo and we're like, that's definitely not riding weather. It wasn't. But, um, yeah. it wasn't. So you drove to my house late Friday night. We flew out of Goldie. And now we're back at Goldie and you still have to drive back to the sunny coast. But yeah. we're going to do a podcast before that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, just smash it out. Because well. we've been up since 5 a.m. Yeah, why not? Like let's we've talk. had a gnarly day in the heat, so why not just extend that? <laughs> let's, let's start there. Um, it got to... 39 point whatever, so basically 40 degrees 45. today. 45, it's what it, what it felt, felt like. like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think I've ever been so glad to feel humidity when I landed back on the Gold Coast. Yeah, it was like instantly, as soon as we walked out of the airport, we're like, ah, this is Gold Coast. We've got some moisture, uh, moisture yeah, in the I air. have some moisture in my skin <laughs> and my eyes. My um, lips aren't dry anymore. Appen was, was a warm one, man. I don't think I've been possibly Gladstone, maybe like 2014 it, when it was the MX Nationals days. Maybe the closest I've felt to, um, or maybe Maury that year. Do you remember Maury? 
Yeah, I don't think I did that year, but I do remember. No, you did. We we drove. Do you remember? Yeah, I've hit my head a few too many times. But <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, well, those were hot, but I don't think I've. I don't think it's been this hot. Like yeah, the forty no. degrees for a pro motocross. Like I, I don't recall. Every pit had an ice bath of some sort, whether it was a bucket, a wheelie bin, or a, a paddling pool. Yeah, or something. something. There was right? just there was water everywhere and ice. There was like even me. Like I was on the the the, the like the control deck of the race tower commentating and like I had an esky full of ice and water <laughs> yeah. and I was like dipping towels and just putting them on my head yeah. and I wasn't even riding no nah, like nah. we saw Gibbsy at the airport and he was like I'm just no good in the heat yeah like, yeah that that white just pasty me. skin doesn't do too well in the in the in the sun so it was um it was a good day though like it, it was hot but some of the riders struggled you can see like late in the motos they were fading like it's just when it's that hot, when you don't have the airflow and your body's cooking and riding, it's just, it's, uh, it's insane. It's interesting because I thought riders would fade more, but I think what fading looks like at that pro level at the top is like you watch them back to back 450 motors yeah, at the yeah. end of the day in MX1, man. And it was like, okay, they went for five or six laps, yeah, that intensity. And then normally it tapers off and then they go again. There was no going again. No. They just no. would circulate. I mean, they circulate really fast. Yeah. But the the ability to like up that intensity again is is gone. And it was it was weird. Like obviously, I was running around the track all day filming. Like and especially in those those ladder mo- uh, motos, you can see there was like three different levels of riders. Like you had the front runners, which were running that 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 lead lap pace, and then you had the mid guys, which sort of the end there. Like once Tanny and um, yeah, the boys got away like there was a bit of a gap between them and like Metcalf and Mossy and mm. and um, Waters and then there was a gap behind them to the to the um yeah outside it the was top like 10 a really group. big gap like, yeah like it was yeah, it was like one through four or five yeah then yeah like five to nine and then yeah, yeah like nine ten but I mean it yeah. was like like Medi and Todd Waters were riding around in ninth and tenth yeah but they were ripping too like it was it was yeah, I mean that's the thing we talked about it in the preview show, but like the level of riders this year in MX One yeah. is, you know, like Joel Evans killed it, and so did Jai Walker had a really good ride. Yeah, in that one of the back to backs. Yeah, both yeah. of them maybe, and he was like nine ten, and I think Joel was like nine eleven. Like that yeah. was his. It was like wow. Yeah. Crazy. Um. So we can start. You know, we talked about the heat, but um. You're going to hear in the post-race interviews, a bit of controversy about the track prep. Yeah. Big talking point. I mean, I don't envy the club, right? They had to prep a racetrack that literally had to hold up to what it held up to. Yeah, definitely. Like, how how do you prep a track like that, knowing you're going to have 40-plus degree heat? In in a, you know, it's a big track. It's a long yeah. track. It's, it's exposed. It's in the hills. And I think that's, to me, somewhat of the issue is that because they have it cut into, it's it's sunk in. Yeah. Because it's cut into yeah. the, the venue. You got, you got that edge on the outside or, yeah, inside of the Which track. Which means that mud doesn't clear. You know what I mean? Even when they roost, the mud stays within the no, confines. No, you know what I mean? It was like only in like, say like the bottom corners that were down like the bottom of a hill, like the mud was pushing out. You've seen some of the corners... The outside rut like was the fast line, but it was just getting pushed and pushed and pushed out past the banners. Like it was just it moves. It, and yeah, I don't know. To me, it seemed like the track is way more technical with that direction. Mm. Did you think that? Yeah, you, you raced it yeah. a lot the other way. Yeah, the other way. I've never obviously ridden it that way. I think the last time I raced that was twenty yeah twenty eighteen in the MX one class, and mm. it's it's the same old happen though. Like it's it's always been muddy in the morning. The MX two guys cop it every morning. Like every yeah practice qualifying, it's it's muddy and then yeah sort of gets to mid morning and it's sort of like it's weird it gets like those those two lines mm. and then when the MX1 boys go out they sort of sort of make a few different ones but in the tight sections there was literally one main line like in, in a couple of the SPEN sections and I feel like that's what was very hard for some of the riders to make the moves like you've seen in the MX3 class like that last moto was insane it was the top four they were battling like the whole race but that was such a good race there's only so many spots you can make a pass and it was it's whether or not you could commit to that line to get around the rider in front of you, and if you don't make it, then you got to wait until next lap to get to that same spot to try and take like take that pass. So it was very strategic, like passing. You yeah. had to like get close yeah. and then pick your area or wait for a mistake. Yeah, but, but if it happens always been like that. Like it's, I feel like obviously <laughs> twenty nineteen was a bit of a uh, bit of a mutter where it, when it was cancelled, but. That was a different a story. A, a bit of a mutter. Yeah, but 2018 was the same. Like, you, you get those two, three main lines, and then the fast line in the morning gets rough, and then there's a faster line on the outside of it. And then that morning, 
fast line becomes the fast line again, if that makes sense. Yeah, so, yeah, it, it goes away and then yeah, it comes back. And then everybody it's comes not back used. to it. So it's um, Appen, yeah, it never seems to disappoint with ruts and, and technicality. No, surprisingly, there wasn't many big get offs today. Nah. Like I hardly saw it. I think because it's so technical, it slows everyone down to yeah, their ability. Definitely. Um, I definitely noticed that. Like, you know, I think that's probably prevalent on everyone's mind at the moment after what happened at, at Wontaggy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. Um, it had some big jumps. Big like, jumps, and unfortunately, because of the track prep, good or bad. So if you went past the finish and it went around that left, there was the little section there, and then the right hander, yeah, and then the like first time double thing, and then the corner double, which <coughs> the forty guys got it a little bit in the first moto. Yeah, but and it, they were jumping, like they were hitting it, but they were running wide. Yeah, they had to jump to the yeah. offside the track. Yeah. And then you could see that their suspension was motocross. This was so soft and it had a steep downy. Yeah. That then it was like unloading them and they couldn't get a clean run to get the ruts for that. Like that was a big triple they try to build. That Penrite triple after yeah, that they, double. Yeah, they ended up taking that out. Did they do something to the face? Yeah, they just, they literally cut half oh, the... is that why? Yeah. I, okay, because I was like, if that's the case and no one could jump it, yeah, no. What, what, but the, okay, that's why I think I think the the logic behind that, like it was a big jump, like in practice. Oh, sorry, track walk on on Saturday. A lot of people were looking at this like it's a pretty gnarly jump to have it the the first section of the track so after the start. Yeah, like there's going to be forty plus right. Well, that would have been probably third, fourth gear off the seat on a four fifty. Yeah, but get I think that. if that little like corner double wasn't there, oh no problem. Yeah, yeah. easy. Like straight line ruts, fine. There would have been maybe two good lines on on the outside or whether it was the inside. But because that that double before it, they were literally either either if they were doubling it or they were rolling it, they were powering on the downside of that roller to then try and do that triple. So I feel like they took that out because it's just yeah at the start of the race. Like imagine how many bikes have gone over at once. Oh, it would have been hectic. And and then also literally you you did after that jump a couple up and down the hills, and then there was that big step up in yeah, the middle. That, that was big. <laughs> I haven't seen a jump in a long time where especially in the morning. But even in the afternoon, literally, guys like Medi and Waters weren't even getting it clean. Like, yeah. it was so big. It, like it all depend if you got that that corner on the inside. Sorry, the, the corner before it. If you got a smooth run out of that and then... Mm, like, it was legit. Um, they were straight, like, mossy. Like, Ferris was getting it the cleanest in the morning when he yeah. dominated that first moto. Yeah. Uh, in the afternoon, like, most of them were getting it. But when I say clean, they were barely clipping it. That was the yeah. definition of clean. Yeah. And then... Can you imagine in that heat and, and clipping a fourth gear step up and holding on? Like, <laughs> these guys are going to be so feeling it tomorrow. But, yeah, and definitely. then there was that one more big jump. Um, there was a few big jumps. Again, the final uphill where the fans all lined the fence. Yeah. There was that big triple step up. Yeah. And then you went left to go down the hill and there was that big step down that not everyone was getting clean. Yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like that step down, like... It was yeah, just the. It was actually pretty smooth in front of that. Like that's at the back of the track. I didn't go up there, so was yeah, it? Yeah, right? it was pretty smooth. Like there was like an inside rut that sort of went out to the middle. But like, it was. So why weren't guys jumping it? Well, I don't think it was that much quicker. Like it was, they were trying to stay low off it. So whether they like a few riders were obviously like staying low and then going to the down ramp, but it didn't really make much difference. Okay. They were going fully over because as soon as did you did, you went, have to sort of hammer it to get the height to get it, if, like to I pull don't up. Think so or? it sort of fell away. But I think what was the problem was is. Riders weren't jumping it as far because they were setting up for the ruts after it. Because right, it, it was that off camera downhill. Yeah, and yeah. there was ruts straight after it. So jumping that and then trying to get into the rut that you want is a little bit harder than if you're just to sort of cruise over it and then select your rut and then power down the hill. So yeah. it wasn't that much quicker. See, that's the difference being trackside. Like when you're, yeah, when you're yeah. fence side like I was, you don't get to see those yeah, things. Yeah, definitely. But, um, all right, so we covered the track. Like, this isn't going to be a crazy long intro, guys. Like I said, we've got some good interviews to run, but me and Jimmy are going to take you through the talking points. So um, let's reverse order it, Jim. Let's talk about that MX3 moto and the way MX3 went down because we don't always give the MX3 guys a lot of love. Yeah. And I didn't get any MX3 interviews. So, you know, Kai Woods wins the first moto. Yeah. Um, kid's the real deal. Yeah. Really fast. Like, Just, how's his corner speed? His roll speed, his corner speed was just, yeah, it was insane. It was it was really good to watch because like he obviously he's I think he's the youngest well one of the youngest in that in that field. He's like, still junior. He's yeah, right. Gas yeah. Gas Junior team. As right? he even said in his um in his interview, he goes it was it felt good to sort of 
yeah, run with the the older boys and sort of mm. control the older boys. I think is what he said. So, oh, well, he definitely did that, man. Yeah, like, like, that first moto was very impressive. Yeah, actually, I think it was on the last lap. I think he actually tucked the front right in front of me and and Trent from um yeah moto Trent, limited. limited yeah um he tucked the front right in front of us and then got back up straight away and then battled with um uh I forget his name sorry um MX3 guys always get me yeah so it was Byron Dennis that's the one yeah. yeah yeah so they battled that last lap and then he pulled away like almost instantly like he had more wind and he um yeah he pulled away instantly so yeah he, he was he definitely um, had sorry control. I'm just looking for MX3 results here I'm not he definitely had control of that first moto um, definitely don't have MX3 results. All right, that's cool. <laughs> um, they don't have them, but I remember anyway. So Byron Dennis got second yep. um, in the opening moto. Um, can't remember who was third. Results would be amazing, but we definitely don't have those for some reason on the uh, Primax website, but that's okay. Um, so that moto right. two. Oh, here we go. No, right. they're back. So Byron Dennis, um, Jack Mather, we've got to talk about him. Yeah. I saw him barely walking on Saturday. He had his leg, uh, his knee braced. In a brace, yeah. I heard he dislocated his knee. I don't know how true it is, but I, that's the word on the, yeah. you know. So if anyone's listening and I'm wrong, um, correct me. Sorry, but that's what I heard. <laughs> um, anyway, I, I got told he's going to go out and he's going to keep his feet on the pegs and that's all he can do. And I'm like, well, what happened? He's screwed because yeah, there's like, not a chance you can do that. No. <laughs> and he basically whole shot both motos. Um it Did he go down in the first one? No. No. He was he was up there both both motors. Right, yeah, yeah, sorry. But um so round two moto one made the twenty points, so that puts him fourth, I think. Third or fourth. And then fifteen points, so he was fourth in uh fourth or fifth in moto two. Yeah. From memory. But anyway, we'll get to moto two, which the battle was um Woods was out front. Yeah. Connor Tower pulls his trademark hole shot, then he goes down. About ten minutes in, and then Tao inherits the lead. And when Tao gets the lead back, then you got Woods, Liam Owens, yeah, and uh, who was the other rider? Jet also was and Jet also, yeah, yeah right. So all of a sudden, it just gets wild. And like Allsop DNF Moto One, I, yeah. I'll be straight up. I love the Allsops, but I've never seen Jet ride good in those conditions. Like, yeah, they don't suit him. Yeah, right. you know. And and I was like, at this point, even in the morning, like I'm not gonna lie, when he kind of had that bad moto, I was like, Ooh, maybe like he's just going to struggle to figure these ruts out. Like some riders take a long time to, to learn yeah, how definitely. to ride them. Yeah. And then the second motor, man, he was a different rider. Like right. he was going to the front, like he's, going to the front. He was, I feel like, yeah, that, that last, that last part of the motor, like he was quicker than the guys in front of him. He had three or four dudes in front of him. He was quicker. Yeah, if he'd he had just, a start, like, yeah, he just couldn't get around him. Like he tried, he, it was, I feel like it was, um, after that, sort of that back step down, and then that yeah, he hooked left, and then it was around a right around the tree. Like he was going outside, and he was like he was quick there. He was just powering down the hill, and he was trying to make the move every lap. And then I feel like every time he tried to make the move, his door got shut on him. Well, it's because it, he was between a rock and a hard place. Yeah, and it's just obviously exerting a lot of energy. And I think he went down in that corner. I think he tried to go around the outside of um, Owens and um, yeah, tucked the front and that was, that was the end of his So he was fourth in Moto2. Yeah. But realistically had close to or could have won if he'd had oh, track position. Yeah. Like, and, and again, Jet's such a good rider and, and I was kind of like, when's he going to figure it out? You know, because like yeah. he had last season to figure it out yeah. and, and it's like, all right, maybe he's going to be a later bloomer on these hard pack tracks yeah. but then, okay, it clicked. But yeah. like he's done that once, now he's going to do it again. Yeah, definitely. Now, Connor Tao, massive ride for Connor because Last lap, did you see it? Mm, he tucked the front, yeah. Superman through the rut, yeah. and I'm, I'm on the mic. I'm like, "Don't crash, Connor! Don't crash, Connor!" <laughs> like this is this is kind of what's been his trademark, and he stayed calm. He won he, the moto. He controlled that race. And like, he controlled, yeah. the, and he had so much pressure. Yeah. Um. Now Liam Owens, I don't know anything about this kid. I know he's on the T Dub, very yeah. sweet Husky team. Toddy's got some smart signings there. Yeah, he does. He's got Mather sure. and Owens, and, and both that, of them. That team stands out. Like, looks good. It looks unreal. Like, Most of you will be stoked when we say that, but it yeah, looks yeah. good. <laughs> um, and Owens, man, he nearly won the race. Like, he was two seconds back at the flag, but pretty much the whole moto he was on Tau. Yeah. Um, and then Woods, you know, again had the speed to win should have probably won yeah. to be honest but the, the, okay clearly the dynamic's going to be like Woods is going to be fast as hell but he's always been fast his whole junior career yeah, like yeah. the kid rips and he's so raw too like <laughs> I, he's just I love his interviews he's like he's like yeah I was glad Connor won like I really respect him as a person like he's 
like just yeah it's kind yeah. of country but he's like yeah. <laughs> i don't know because a lot of the kids are afraid to say anything but i remember interviewing him back in the day at the two-stroke cup and he just didn't care like yeah he no, just, no he's just you got him that's, yeah yeah he, he's, he that's wasn't great pretending to be anybody else um byron dennis was fifth jet may the sixth seth virtual kobe drew um kobe hennis k kingsford there's so many yamahas in that class with the, yeah. the junior teams and the senior teams but Man, MX3 was good. It's going to be a good season with MX3. So um, we'll keep it brief, but big um, big things to come at MX3. I really feel that with Tao, with Woods, with the you know the Husky teammates. Um, it's going to be good. Yeah, just the intensity from the boys in that last moto was just like, I literally put my camera down and watched. Like, I probably mm. should have been filming, but... Well, their times, man, at one point, their times were only a couple of seconds off of MX1. Yeah. You know, I was very <laughs> impressed. Um, right, MX2, I mean realistically we don't even need to go to the results because it was the nato crawford show yeah he cleaned it like that second moto man like moto one look you'll hear in the post-race interview i did with wilson todd like he's hurting he's like he he broke a couple ribs in that crash with crawford yeah, and okay. i was kind of like look skeptical honestly because i was like they're trying to get the protest like it's racing i'm not saying they're going to make it up that he's got broken ribs but like there's a difference between sore ribs and broken yeah, ribs yeah, like you know yeah. what i mean and then when I seen him at the end of the day, I was like, dude, he looked like shit. Yeah. Like he looked worked. And and you'll hear him. He's like, man, between my supercross injuries and now this, he's like, I can count on two hands how many times I've ridden this year. Yeah. So he's like, today in the heat and I hurt. He's like, I, I need this next month to just. So when you look at it that way, you go, okay, he was actually pretty close. But NATO, regardless of that, I think, would have had something for anybody today. Yeah, like he yeah. was just a man on a mission. He and that second moto, I had him as 10th on that one, but he said he was 12th. And he it? went from like 12th to 4th in one lap. Yeah. And then within lap three, he'd gone from four to one, like past yeah. everybody that was everybody. His his entry and exit speed in those corners was just incredible. Like I I watched him, uh, yeah, the second moto, I watched him go out inside a, a Wilson before like there was like a triple step down or step down thing. And he did not, he came into that, he would have been like fifth gear or fourth gear, like just rolled into that inside rut and then powered from pretty much the beginning of it all the way around it and passed Wilson for the lead and then just sort of ran away with it. Like Wilson surprised me. Like he, you can obviously maybe, yeah, you can tell he was hurting and, but he was, he was consistent every lap. He wasn't making mistakes. He was, he was just hitting his marks yeah. and I think he'd found a speed he could ride at and he didn't deviate from it nah, like not at all it was like this is what i'm gonna do and i can't do anymore yeah and i'm not gonna risk doing it anymore yeah and it was funny too like because obviously i'm roaming around the track and i was i was watching nato and cheering on for nato and um like he feel like he's was a little bit maybe surprised with his speed like as he was pulling away from wilson at the start of of, of the race mm. and then wilson would sort of like sort of keep him honest and keep him the same distance but nato was coming out of the corners and looking over and looking for wilson to see if he was catching him well, it's probably the first time they've raced where that's really happened you know yeah um yeah. but he was yeah. like he was close to him a few times at the end of last year before wilson went to the 450 yeah um but yeah you could tell wilson's definitely not in a good way right now but either way you know nato goes one one um it's definitely going to be on like he lost a lot of points at round one with the protest and and losing those points well it was only like i'm only moto one like they and the 250's only got one race, so they did. it's it not did. really a lot of points, but it's still points well, loss. It is points loss in comparison to the fact that, um, regardless, that's where he's at, you know. Yeah, so yeah. He's now he's got that deficit. I mean, today's going to have helped. He would have made up six points. Um, it's a starting point. But, yeah, it's going to be an interesting season, man. Like, Nato, he's not there to make friends. He's there to win. Yeah. And he's, he's going to put it out there on the line. And I think Wilson Todd, he's going to be building – but his base is so high, like they're going to be close all year. Yeah. Um, so that was that was definitely cool to see as far as NATO come back and put a stamp on it. Now, um, sorry, I clicked the wrong one. So, yeah, 50 <laughs> points. So, yeah, 50 points, 1-1 one, one for Nathan Crawford, 2-2 two, two for Wilson Todd on 44, so the six-point gap. Now, Brody Connolly got third overall. Impressive, really impressive first moto. Yeah, definitely. Kid, his, his learning tracks he's never ridden. He's over here from New Zealand. Like he is actually, you know, I knew the kid was good, but he's really good. Yeah. Um, and he's on that, um, you know, HRC, uh, the Terraformer Equipment HRC, which is the 250 team. Um, Reese Bud, 
wow, okay, Bud got fourth overall. That's crazy because Bud. He got, what did he get in the first match? It was like yeah, he was he was barely in, he was outside the top ten. Yeah, but he um he pulled in for goggles. Yeah, okay. That's how he, he, he went down. He went down, yeah. and then I seen him throw his goggles halfway through the first lap, yeah. and then he was dead last, but he came out with fresh goggles. Yeah. So like he made a choice to protect his eyes. It's obviously, definitely not a track you want to ride without goggles, especially being like so two or three line. Like you're you're eating roost. You, yeah, and you can't get away from that that line of roost because you're going into the sloppy stuff, especially yeah. in those first motos. And maybe with a few laps to go, but not yeah, lap yeah. one. So he made the right choice, but he was fourth in moto two. Um, and he was looking good. He was riding good. Was he fourth or fifth in moto two? Hold on. Uh, MX2 uh, results. Moto two results. Reese Bud. Third in moto two. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, he got yeah, the podium. Yeah, so. my bad. So... He killed it, um, and he needed that because one thing he wasn't good, and then Moto One wasn't good. And for Reese, I know he's a big confidence kind of, you know, he puts the work in, but can't leave round two and not have anything to show for it. Like any rider is going to struggle with that. So great ride for Bud there. Larwood actually put something in. Yeah, he was running good all day. Not actually, like as in he hasn't, but he's he's starting to find form again. Um, So he was fourth. He was there all day, just didn't quite have it, but he was there. Caleb Byron, man, he was six in that second moto, but killed it as far as um, all day. He was just there, wasn't he? He's just so good at starts. Like he just seems to be up there each each time that gate drops. I think also, like we talked about it in the car, me, you, and Darnell uh, on the way to the airport. Seems like yesterday now, but <laughs> anyway, it was today, Joe. It was today. <laughs> um, but it was like I'd say if there was a new South Wales version of Toowoomba it's probably happened yeah yeah so the dirt's a little different the clay's a little different but it's ruts it's off cambers it's up and down hills so for KJ probably familiar territory but I would have thought he would have got on the overall podium um, but he got fourth yeah Um, but either way hell of a ride for KJ so fourth no fifth overall so for Barham but he was only you know a handful of points away from Connolly so Manier was really really impressive Solid again. He's figuring out. Like, remember last year these these high pack ruddy tracks were kind of his kryptonite. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And now he's like top five in MX two. Yeah, <laughs> it's like so. I really feel by even Aubrey next round he's going to be on the podium in MX two yeah, because sure. his learning curve is just like so steep. Like he learns every time the gate drops. Um, Jesse Dobson, weird day for Dobson. Seventh overall, just never really got it going. Bad yeah. starts. I think it's just yeah, it just it's just a mixture of things. Just the the starts. Because Jesse's always there, like he's, you see, he's a good like mid pack rider when he when he comes through the pack if he has a bad start. But it's just on that track, it's just it's very hard to make um, passes quick. You just got to do them straight away, and if you don't, you sort of you get stuck in those right like that pack's pace. You get it's, funneled into yeah, the guys it's, in front of you. It's very hard to go to that next level. So and I feel like Dobson's kind of guy that likes to steer with the rear wheel and move the bike around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you couldn't do that. Like <laughs> no. it was train tracks. And I'm not yeah. saying he can't ride ruts, but combine that with bad starts yeah that's just like yeah i think it's just it comes down to yeah track and track conditions and and yeah where you are off that when that gate drops so um cosford solid day first motor was really good second motor he had a few crashes but he was eighth overall liam andrews had a good day ninth overall he factored in the top 10 in both motos um alexanderson i thought was pretty impressive as well he was like seventh in that first motor which i thought was good um then it's a bit all over the place. Like, Lyle DNF the first moto, but he got 11th overall with that second moto fourth. Yeah. Um, Haruki's coming back from injury, 12th overall. Really quiet day for him. He was just, like, 12th to 15th all day. Um, and he was, he was, yeah, he was with his sort of teammate the whole day too. Like, they always seemed to be on the track together, um, Cody Cooper. Yeah, I was definitely expecting more from Cooper with the whole Ruts New Zealand thing, but it didn't really work out that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um I think that's pretty much all the notable mentions in MX2, um, if we're not going to go into detail. But, um, again, interesting interesting stage being set for the championship. It's cl- it looks right now that you've got Wilson Todd, Nader Crawford on another level. Yeah, yeah. Ryder Kingsford is something I'm trying to get my head around. I believe it must just be he's coming back from this injury still because he was... Like, a, you know, one thaggy. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if he's had that much time on the bike. I'm not. I don't think he has. Yeah, I'm trying to, like, rationalise why he's so far away from where he was last year. It's yeah. got, it's the only thing it could be, same bike, same team, same program with, with Ross Beaton. Like, it's got to be yeah. injury. Um, maybe there's something else we don't know about that wouldn't be unusual um, in, 
in moto because no one talks about injuries. <laughs> That's it. And then we sound like dicks when we say, oh, why they're not riding good? But um, yeah. well, it's even like a, like a mention for young Chandler Burns. Like he he um, had ankle surgery not long ago. Like I think he got on the bike like maybe a week before round one. And like, right. and not no, not many people knew that because he doesn't post too much on socials. Uh, so everybody's like, he got to the track. Everybody's expecting him to because he's Be been, been been yeah. quiet and um yeah putting in the hard yards like he always does. Like he was always training. Like even after surgery, he was back into training. And then he got in the bike a lot sooner than what he hoped. And um, uh, so yeah, like riders definitely don't like to talk about the injuries. And um, yeah, so his his riding and and obviously back on the bike now and, and racing but it's um yeah it's sort of playing catch up for young Chandler which is uh which is hard in in this sport we're trying to race yourself back into shape yeah it's, it's not it, easy man. he's definitely in shape but it's just yeah when it just comes to yeah you're racing and riding it's um, race yeah there's yeah. there's a difference between race sharpness whatever you want to call yeah, it that's like it, yeah you can't you can't train for that no nah, not at all Right, MX1, let's get into that real quick before we go to the interviews and uh, wrap up this AMX Superstores Pro MX Round 2 recap show. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, it's good to get things moving again this year and uh, back with the shows, back with AMX and, and uh, being back at the races. It was a hot one today, but it was it was a lot of fun. Right, Moto 1, Dean Ferris. 33 seconds he wins by Kurt Gibbs. And <laughs> when me and you saw Gibbs at the airport, I said basically it could have been 2016, 2017. It looked... Yeah. Ferris was on a triple one Yamaha. He was on a KDM. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly <laughs> the same. Um, Gibbsy, really good ride. He didn't seem that stoked on that ride, but I thought it was a good ride for Gibbsy. Yeah. Uh, second. Ferris was just massive hole shot and gone. Another level. Yeah. just <laughs> You can't let Ferris get away. You just can't. No, like that look, and I, and I said, you're going to hear this in the interviews in a, in a little bit, but, you know, it's the cliche, like, oh, it's the Dean Ferris of old, but it looked like the Dean Ferris of 2016, 2017, where he would just blitz the field. And <laughs> I remember, this is, uh, what was it, 2017, when I rode for your team. Yes. We went to Horsham. Mm-hmm. It was a mutter. It, uh, yeah. <laughs> he lapped me like four times. I think he lapped the field twice. It was... um. I mean, I still have nightmares about that because all I could see was dollar signs on the track, and it was it was quite scary as a team owner. But yeah. second of all, I watched him ride that track like it was um, a perfect day. Yeah, like was, did he lap second? Yeah, I think he he lapped everyone. I didn't think he? he nearly lapped second twice. Like so he was, was jumping the big step ups. He was jumping the big over under things. Yeah. like his skill in those conditions is second to none. Yeah, and um, especially when it comes to ruts and and, and roll speed, like it's just. The roll speed's a big thing with Ferris. Like he's he's carrying the speed into the turns, he's carrying it through the turn and out out of the turn. Like it's there's no stop start with with Ferris. It's just fluid. And there's no over rev. There's no <laughs> like it's he's in the right RPMs and the bike sounds like yeah. it's going really fast, but he's not over riding. I, f- I feel like today we seen like a little bit a little bit different with Ferris. Like he was riding quite aggressive to what I'm used to. Like. Like he was powering out of the turns, and he was he was sort of on the bopper a little bit. Like it, well, I think the new Yami has that motor where it sounds yeah, very yeah, aggressive. Right, yeah. I'm not saying he wasn't riding <laughs> yeah. aggressive, but you know, um, I don't even know if they would have needed to put a clutch in that thing between motos. Like no. it, he definitely wasn't overriding it, but he dominates Moto One by 30 seconds. Gives his second. Tanny, um, he makes his way through to third. Yeah. Now I think beaten fourth. To me, give me your opinion. I don't think Beaton's given a hundred percent yet. Yeah, I don't know. Like he, he doesn't did. look. He looks consistent. He looks solid. I don't think he. I mean, obviously, no one really got a solid round one. Yeah. Because of of one Daggy, right? So he was the fastest in Super Bowl, and he was basically the fastest in Super Bowl. Appen, he got pipped by two tenths by Ferris on the last lap. Yeah. So essentially, he's got the speed. But in that race conditions, you know, even in the TV feature, he said, I just want to get through the first couple of rounds and build a base. Yeah, yeah. So technically that's what he's done. He's still in the points and he knows you can throw it away. But um, it, it's weird because I haven't seen Jed ride since he was over here in 2016 on a 250. So he looks like a man now instead of like yeah, a, a younger yeah, kid on a 250. Uh, man, he rides that 450 well, but I don't think he's... And when I say he's not giving it 100%, I'm not saying he's not trying... But I don't think it's that comfortability or that f- willingness to just go that last few percent. Yeah, where where he's where he's 
willing to take those risks when it comes to where he is on the track and who he's racing with. Like Jed, Jed's always been like that. He's always he's very consistent. He's very he stands up a lot. He's very strong with his legs, and um and especially coming over from yeah from Europe and riding those tracks over there. Like they're 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 different over here. Like we got a lot like a little bit tighter, but in those technical dish conditions and and yeah where it's a little bit sketchy in some spots like jed's gonna shine in that because that's where he's what he's been doing over there like obviously those tracks over there are a lot faster and um they flow a little bit more than what our aussie tracks do um yeah i mean i think again wani and appen more open for australian tracks yeah and then it's going to be until we get to qmp and toowoomba yeah that we're going to see the high speed tracks yeah it's going to get tight for a little bit now yeah um but yeah, he was riding good. Like he, I just yeah, I just think he's just not taking those extra risks at the moment. Like you said, because he wants to get through the first couple yeah, of rounds and he's aware, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, him and Ross have a plan. Like yeah. they always do. Yeah. Um, Water's got fifth in Moto One, which surprises me because I didn't really see him in the top five all day. But he did get fifth in Moto One. Yeah. Um, Medi got sixth in Moto One, which again I think because Harwood and Moss got shuffled back later in the race is why I'm thinking that because they were more seven, eight, nine area. Yeah. And then they, they got through later in the race. I but feel like Maddie and Waters were battling all day. All day. Like yeah, I literally, literally feel like they were together all yeah. day. Because <laughs> you can just tell because Maddie, like you can have 40 MX1 bikes on the track at any given time and, and I can tell you where Maddie is. Because yeah. it's just, he's on that bopper. And you're like, Maddie, like, like, he buys his own bikes for that team. It's <laughs> like, dude, but he just, that's how he rides, man. He's just so aggressive on that throttle. When that bike's upright, he's on the gas. Yeah. Like, it's... I love it. It's yeah. amazing. <laughs> I had a good chat with him on Saturday. Like, he is just one of my favorite people in the pits. <laughs> yeah, that's it. it. Let he's alone just, riders. He's like, he's just awesome. Matt Moss, man. So, Mossy, I don't think he's ridden motocross for probably six months to eight months. He's been doing supercross. Yeah, probably longer. <laughs> and he nearly whole shots the first moto, runs second for a while, runs third for a while. Like, eventually, you could just tell the fitness just wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. It's understandable. But, like, man, he, he did great. Um, seventh in moto one. Harwood just casually comes over from New Zealand, didn't even know he was coming yeah. until I saw him in moto <laughs> he does one. That. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yes, yeah, Harwood. He's going to be a top 10 guy because yeah. he's just amazing. Uh, so Cloudy and Webster, 9 and 10, they go down in the first turn. Yeah. And that was the controversy because for whatever reason, they turned the sprinklers on before the yeah, opening yeah. 450 moto. And it was like they didn't move any of the mud grooves from when the first turn was deep. So they kind of filled up with water. Yeah. They left them on too long. Um, so then they went and fixed them for the back-to-backs and it was perfect. But for whatever reason, it got overlooked. I don't know. Yeah, whatever it doesn't matter at this point but Webster comes in basically with the whole shot next to Ferris on the inside Webster slides out I I got got footage of it he actually got bumped oh he did yeah I don't know who it was it was the guy that crashed sort of in front of him so whoever got up first was the guy that he sort of come in across I think he sort of tucked the front a little bit and then it sort of just pushed into Webster. And then he's just, yeah, there was not much weight in that front wheel. And it's just, yeah. yeah. And then Webster got plowed by Cloudy. Yeah. Like, and because you saw Webster's like side panel hanging yeah. off. And, and they had that, like, Appen's always had it, that little inside hump that's on the inside of that start. Yeah. And I just seen Webster's just face slapped it. I'm just like, yeah, he did. He yeah. kind of got wedged against it. Yeah. And Eureve said it actually kind of spooked him a little bit. Yeah. Well, Eureve was standing there watching it and he was, he was pissed. He was pretty heated, <laughs> which is understandable. Like, it's, you don't, like that start line, I guess, doesn't really get ridden that much, and they only ride it once each moto. Like it doesn't really need that much water. Like it's um, especially right in that corner. So I think they were on top of it after that. Yeah, um, but it was like one of those after the fact things. Yeah, but that's um, obviously just a bit of miscommunication. And the, that, you've raced too. that track, man. That, that start track. I've had the exact same crash Webster had. Yeah, sick. <laughs> exact same <laughs> so, crash. <laughs> so good. How good is motocross? Um, Joel Evans was behind. Uh, behind those guys rounded out the top 10 yeah. which was impressive he, he was really good all day yeah and he was what we said in the preseason show he's gonna ride his balls off yeah have an amazing ride and be ninth or tenth you you barely very rarely see um see him just stand up and sort of finish the race like he's always just yeah he's, he's fit he's always locked in and just whatever speed he's at that's what he's that's what he's running for that race and um it's cool to see all right then the back-to-backs and keep in mind at this point so you got 30 minutes plus a lap which is basically 15 minutes yeah um and it's 40 degrees and the track is so hot man baked right so um anyway ferris hole shots game over 
everyone's like, okay, he's, he's done three or four laps in, he's checked out. Then he jumps that little tabletop after the first turn, um, goes down. No big deal, gets up in fifth or sixth. Yep. He's got some work to do, he'll be okay. Goes down again in the oh, next really? turn. Yeah, so he yeah. crashed twice in two turns. Um, he says in his interview, he's like, that's a record for me. Like, uh, <laughs> even at this point in my career, I can do still do something new. Um, so then he is like 14th. And he goes from 14th to 5th in about four laps to finish the moto. It's a 15-minute moto. And that salvaged his overall yeah. as far as being on the podium. Because with the Olympic scoring, if he'd have finished 10th or something, he'd have been screwed, right? Yeah, definitely. So then um, Tanny inherits the lead. And it's Tanny and Clout freight train with Beaton. Basically, those three were stuck together yeah. all day. Yeah. And it was the same order. Tanny, Clout, <laughs> Beaton. It was like they could do nothing except stay close together. But... Tanny managed the race. Um, I didn't think their bikes looked very good at all in um, qualifying. Yeah. Like, they weren't able to get the power down because the ruts had that hard base. Yeah, and they, and were, they were hooking. Every inside rut had that hook to it. It did, and the CDR bikes, both of them. I, mean, I don't know if it was how the boys were riding them or if they changed some settings or Daka was just like, calm the fuck down and, like, flow your turns because yeah. in Super Pole, it was just Tanny and Clout literally fishtailing through every hook. Yeah, yeah. And then clutching the thing to keep it the front end down. You know, when you clutch the 450s to keep them yeah, on yeah. the ground, right? And I was like, oh, like, I don't know if the bikes or if they're overriding, but, it, you know, Ferris and Beaton were just like, yeah. and like tracking, and they were like, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> um, but whatever it was, man, they fixed it. Because Tanny, hands down, you know, that left hander, right hander switch back before the finish, the, the S bend thing there? He had the fastest corner speed of anyone all day. Like that that roll in where it was everyone was pushing the front end yep. to the left hander where the mechanics area was, he was like, uh, his corner speed was insane. I, I don't know if you saw it, but it was blind. Every lap I was just watching yep. him on the mic and be like, oh my god, Danny. <laughs> like, um, so anyway, he he wins the first back to back. Cloudy gets second, and to Cloudy that was like a win. He was stoked. Um, beaten a quiet third, but again only a few seconds back. Um, Webster fourth so he bounced back from the first motor crash ferris fifth again harwood just a casual six because why not <laughs> um gibsy mossy and Meddy and waters nine and ten you're just like wow um jai walker joel evans you know walker starting to factor in close to the top 10 so starting to show some of that potential that people in queensland say i, I feel like he he knows he can do better too like he i think i've seen something on instagram like he was a little bit disappointed in his efforts but I think he puts too much pressure on himself, man. Like, I don't know Jai very well. I did a little bit with him because we were doing some stuff for Raceline last yeah. year. Do you remember? Yeah. I had a few chats with him. and and. But it's good, though. Like, he, he knows where he can be. And it's... um. I he's feel also like, got a build, though, man. And yeah. Look, was it you I was talking to about kids going 450 and going, and going back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah. And I was like, you look at Dobson, you look at Nato Crawford, you look at... um, Who else did we talk about? I think it was just those two. But they all graduated early. Like, got to get to 450, yeah, got to get yeah. to 450. And then within a few seasons, they went, oh, yeah, Jesse Dobson was an example. We just said that. But like now he's back at Circo. He's been yeah. on 250 for like three, four seasons. Yeah. I mean, do you remember in 2009, he was riding 450 Supercross yeah. out of a high ace? Yeah. And now he's got factory rides and he's building his career. NATO, like, got out of 250s, took the rides with Troy Carroll, took the rides with uh, CDR, do you remember? Yeah, yeah. And definitely. Now he's back yeah. and like building a career. It's like sometimes I'm not saying Walker's the same. I know, like I think support-wise, KDM support him no matter what for the minimal amount that he gets. But yeah. um, he's got to learn the ropes, yeah. long and short. You know, local levels different. It's the same thing when I went 450. Like there's um, only so much you can do in like 250s. Like I was a little bit heavier rider, and um, it was just yeah, it was just. It was. It suited me. Like I'm a bit of a smooth, like a smoother rider. So the the four fifty suited me. Like obviously it wasn't at the pace that the the top runners are at. But I think we we're talking about this. I don't know about that, man. You you had a lot of speed. Yeah, I just I had to put it together on the weekends. But well, that's the difference, and that's yeah. the same as some. I mean, you look at your results in 2017 and like Jai's results now. It's the same. Yeah. Like you were tens, elevens, nines, right? Yeah. Um. So similar, actually, when you think about it. Yeah, definitely. I think we we're talking about this because we weren't. Obviously, we we haven't seen Bailey Malkovich. That's how it came yeah. up. You brought up Malko. Yeah, we obviously, yeah, we were talking about here. I think he went and got his knee operated on as well, and and just got things fixed up. So when he comes back on the bike, he's he's he's, he's sound. So, but yeah, we're we we're talking about him because we weren't sure where he was going to be at. Like, cause it's the same thing. Like, oh, 
he's going to be on that 450, but we don't know like if, he, if he's going to be that 450 rider that, that he thinks he is or people think he might be. But yeah, you, you sort of said, where do you think he would be? And yeah. I was I'm like, just, I don't know where he fits in yeah. with this elite group. And is he going to be where he thinks he should be? I don't think so. And that's yeah. no disrespect to Bailey Markowitz, but the reality of it is the, the riders we're reading out right now. I mean, look at this from the second back-to-back. you got Ferris. So Ferris beaten. So Ferris free time champ beaten factory MXGP rider 2016 yeah. MX2 He's champ. Got a good resume. Yeah. Tanny, well, the last few years to speak for Tanny. Um, Cloudy, one of Australia's best export slash like domestic riders. Um, Waters, 2019 champ. Gibbsy, 2015 champ. Webster, multi-time MX2 champ. Harwood, however many New Zealand titles he has, I don't <laughs> remember. And then you got Jai Walker, ninth. Yeah. Brett Metcalf, 10th. Like, so, again, great ride for Jai, but where does someone like Malkowitz, rookie 450, fit into that elite group? Like, yeah, I don't know. Well, we don't know. Like, we'll just have to wait and see when he comes back and then um, whether he, I, I don't, I'm pretty sure he's not coming back this year or might be Supercross. I don't really know what's going on there. It's too early to say, right? Yeah, that's like, it. So it'll be interesting to see where he where he sits, and then I will yeah. I will say for him, not that he even raced and it's relevant, but he definitely needs to get this fixed and get healthy because his next comeback needs to be. You know, you can't plan injuries, but yeah. I, I'm hoping that he can still make a go of it. You know, because yeah, he's had definitely. a few rough years with injuries. But yeah. the back to back Moto Two Ferris whole shots checks out, but maintains uh, just the five seconds. You know, overbeaten. Beaton had a really good ride, Tanny, but it was like those guys had those top four spots track position from lap two, and it did not change. No. Like no one was trying to make a pass. No one was able to make a pass. No. It was just like we can go this speed and we're gonna freight train it, but that's it. Well, once yeah, once they found that fast line around the track, like there was literally no other line that could compare to it. So that's, yeah, even compete with it, right? Yeah. So that's what that's what was happening. Um, Waters comes through to fifth. It was a really good ride for Todd. He charged through Gibbsy six. Uh, Webster quiet seventh, just didn't quite have the start again. Um, I wonder Holwood, if he hurt himself in that first moto. I think it just shook him up, man. Yeah, it like, was a pretty fast crash. Yeah, well, you know what it's like. You don't them crashes where you're getting hit from behind. Yeah, like, especially when you think you're getting that whole shot, and the next minute you're on the ground. Yeah, forty bikes behind you. <laughs> yeah, when the plastic and the metal starts going like that noise, you know, yeah. when you get hit, like, and you're just. I haven't had it happen for a long time, but I remember. It's no fun. Um, <laughs> Something you probably won't forget, Joe. Yeah, you don't forget that. Um, Medi, I wanted to get a post-race interview with Medi, but as much as he's a legend, he looked pissed, so I just kind of left him be. <laughs> yeah. You sort of got to read, like, especially at the end of the day, yeah. like, at a, on a hot day, especially when you run around with the camera trying to get interviews, you sort of got to read a, uh, the boys' body language a little bit because, yeah, like I know it's part of the job, they got to do interviews, but sometimes you just, yeah, you don't know what's happening yeah, there. Like, he didn't have an ice bath or anything either, so yeah, yeah. Like I got Tanny in the ice bath, like literally, I was just like next to him. I was like, oh, this water's so cool, I can feel it. But um, <laughs> Evans eleven, um, Cooper Holroyd. Do you know where he's from? Do you know who he is? No, no. he killed it. He was like tenth through twelfth, like yeah. all day. Really good. I, I don't know much about him. Again, Luke Zielinski. I know he's a Queensland guy. He rode really well. Um, 14th in Moto2. He's Honda, yeah? Yeah. yeah. No, Yamaha. Yamaha, sorry. Um, Dylan Wood, he's had a quiet year so far on the Honda. Hasn't quite figured it out yet. I think he rode KDM for so long, maybe that's a, you know, maybe yeah, well, that's something. I when I went Honda, it was, um, it was a bit of a transition. But um, yeah. Yeah, it, it didn't really work for you, did it? No, broke my ankle. <laughs> did you break your back on the Honda? No, no, I broke my back 2015. Oh, so that was before you were on the... Yeah, I, on did, the I did my ankle at Geelong Supercross, and that was, yeah, that was the end of mine. I remember that. It was the yeah. s- slowest little crash, too. I didn't even crash. Yeah. I just put my foot out and twisted it. <laughs> I remember. I was like, what, what are you <laughs> doing? All right, this uh, CompuTime thing is acting weird. But anyway, the overall was... Um, so Tanny gets the win. Yeah. Ferris gets second. I was surprised. I would have thought... I think, yeah, it was that... That, that motor where he got the motor, fifth. Yeah. Uh, and then who got third? Because I can't check the round points right now. Because <laughs> CompuTime is... Uh... Oh, Jed. Jed. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I was like, I'm trying to Why wouldn't it be Jed? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so basically Tanny keeps the red plate. Cause they, oh, him and Ferris tied on points. Yeah, so they both got the red plate. Yeah, so joint red plate's three. going in round three, which is really cool. Um, Beaton is just a few points back. So for the championship, great. Everyone's where they need to be. Cloudy's finding form. You know, you look at Medi, you look at Waters, they've got to find some extra. Gibbsy's there or thereabouts like everyone's right where they need to be do you think uh we're seeing like a lot 
from like of last year with with Tanny. Like he's he seems to be there each race. Like not much happens, but he seems to be there. Like, dude, I I must admit, like. I can get a bit reactive sometimes, but watching him in Super Pole, like I told you, him and Cloudy didn't look good. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I mean, the metric of not looking good, they're still in yeah, Super Bowl. It was the AMX Superstore's top 10 pole shootout. Yeah. But they didn't look good compared to Ferris and Beaton. Like, yeah. those two were just on another track. Yeah. Like, I think their time's like five seconds off of... Yeah, okay. You know, yeah. Like, long way, right? Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, man, like... Because the 23, I don't know... Ferris seems to have it figured out. Yeah. But definitely. from what I've heard, the CDR guys haven't figured it out yet. Or they're obviously they're, they're close now. Yeah. They well, look really Tanny good. Tanny just went P1. <laughs> yeah. So it's fine. Yeah. But in the morning, I was like, oh, man, Tanny doesn't look like Tanny right now. But you're right, man. Like, when it counts, when the yeah, gate he's drops. just there like, every race. He just seems to, I don't know. He's very quietly confident, man. Um, I'm going to start calling him the diesel. No, it's still Gibbsy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Gibbsy. I can't take that away from Gibbsy. He's got yeah. too much intensity to be a diesel, Tanny. Yeah, true. He's like a Tesla. I mean, just like, <laughs> just, he just, yeah, he just seems to be there. That's just what I'm getting at. No, so. he is. He's always there, man. Um, but I feel like that's, that's going to be the same. That was pretty much the same last year. Obviously, when, um, when Cloudy went off injured, it was time for Tanny to step up, and he did. And it's such an interesting dynamic under that truck now because it's like he's actually the number one guy. Yeah. And like, you can even feel them vibes. Like, it sounds silly to say. I'm sure there's no, like, written rule about no, it. No, not at all. But that's just... He's yeah. the guy, yeah. you know? And then how he rode today. Clout was behind him. He made some runs. But it's going to be interesting to see where Cloudy goes from here because the speed's coming back. The confidence's yeah. coming back. Um, Because that was a pretty gnarly leg break. Like, oh, I don't think anyone really knows how bad it... Like, I was talking to Ray Ling because I see her all the time. Yeah. Um, she's in the scoring tower when I commentate. And, like, you know, they flew him to Brisbane yeah. or or something. They didn't, you know, the, he they, they wouldn't let him get operated on up there. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was bad. Yeah. And then I think he started riding early for Supercross, World Supercross, and then he does his thumb. So, yeah, like, literally okay, the yeah, whole yeah. year is just a write-off. Yeah, um, yeah. So, it's going to take Cloudy a few more races. But to me, it's like, okay, does Cloudy get back to he's a contender or does Cloudy get back to being the guy? Yeah, that's that, it. That's going to be the interesting thing, which I, I like don't think we know until middle of the season. Yeah, I, feel like, I feel like all these questions that we have, we're going to start seeing that like maybe round five, round six, like when people start sorting their stuff out and getting their flow happening, we're going to start seeing all these these little questions get answered, I feel like. So, mm. so yeah. All right, guys. Well, this has been the AMX Superstore's, um, I was going to say top 10 pole shootout because I said that about a thousand <laughs> times today. But uh, this is the AMX Superstore's Pro MX recap show round two. Now Jimmy and I, uh, well Jimmy's going to drive home. I'm going to go to bed. Yeah, I'm tired, yeah. but um, I need my own bed. Yeah, I can't sleep on the futon again. I don't think I wasn't cutting it. <laughs> but um, but with that being said, like I said, we've had no guests tonight, so I've got about uh, I've got a ton of post race interviews. We're going to chop up and put into this, and it's actually going to be really good. I'm probably going to do more of that because yep. you catch the guys right after, and they're yeah, actually a bit more raw. Bit more raw. Um, so we've got some good insights for you guys there. So let me know. Shoot me some messages on Inside Dirt. Like, I want to know what you listeners out, think. Because we had some great numbers for the, the preview show. Obviously, we didn't do anything after Montaggy. Um, but, man, it was really good, really encouraging to see how many people listened to the preview show for the season. So I know there's people listening. They enjoy the show. So I'd like to hear from you on what you want more from us because then we can give you more of what you want. Um, once again, thanks to Amit Superstores. We'll be back with the um, post-race show in a few weeks from Wodonga. Listen to these interviews now, and uh, we will be back soon. Jimmy, appreciate you hanging around doing this. No worries, mate. Thanks for having me. A lot of insight. Yeah, yeah. Good. I think people forget you were a really contender in MX1. Yeah. I might line up a Supercross this year. What do you reckon? I'm trying to twist your arm. <laughs> <laughs> better call Dad. <laughs> call him. All right, guys. Listen to the interviews, and uh, enjoy. All right, post-race interviews, Aaron Tanney, CDO Yamaha Monster Energy. Big win. I'm joining you in the, well, I'm not joining you in the ice bath. I wish I was outside the CDO truck. But Aaron, um, smart ride all day. Ferris had some speed, but you had the consistency. Yeah, uh, you know, I worked out my starts, but uh, Ferris is definitely a weapon starter. He uh, whole shot at all three motos. The first one, I got caught up in that big sloppy mess in the start, and I was back mid-pack, and I had to really push up to the front, and... Yeah, just copped a lot of mud in the face um, and it was really hard with a heavy helmet to get get go, but I just very consistently P3 and then, yeah, snagged a win when Ferris made a mistake and 
yeah, went P3 in the last back-to-back, -back and that gave me the overall. So I went 3-1 for the day, um, holding on to the red plate. No, look, I'll keep it short. I know you need to cool down. It was a hectic day. I think it got to 40 degrees at some point, right? So very hot, but just talk about the heat and the conditions. I think it's been a while since we've had a race like this in Australia. Yeah, look, uh, I did a pre-season race not too long ago uh, up at Toowoomba um, a few weeks ago, and it was actually 38 degrees, so with the Queensland humidity. So I'm kind of, I'm not going to say I'm used to it and, and I enjoy it, but uh, I'm kind of seasoned to it. We've had a really hot summer up in Queensland with the humidity, and um, but yeah, t today was brutal. I haven't raced a national like this in a long time. All right, man. Hey, good job keeping the red plate. Good job. Thank you. Um, Nato Crawford, big day, mate. You know, some controversy from round one. We don't need to talk about that, but um, statement, you look pumped. You were aggressive, fast, on another level, really, to anybody else in the field. Yeah, um, yeah, it was a good day. We worked hard the last couple of weeks and put our head down, bum up. We never lost sight of the goal, and we come out and... Yeah, I guess showed everyone, you know, that we where we need where we should be and where we can be, and um, it was just a good day for myself and the team, and um, yeah, just good rebound from um, the mis mishaps last weekend. Um, talk about the track a little bit. I mean, we've covered it with a lot of other interviews, but like the the deep, you know, MX2 was a mudder for qualifying. Literally, it was a mud mud setting, and then baked out hard pack train track ruts, high speed, like gnarly track. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this morning I think it really needed to be like that. Um, otherwise, yeah, I think this afternoon would have would have looked a whole lot different. Um, and and typically, Appen can be quite hard to pass sometimes. And I think with the track being that wet this morning, it created a lot of lines and um, a lot of passing opportunity, which I, for me in that second moto was ideal. You know, I was obviously 12th on the first lap, and I think 10 minutes into the moto, I was in the lead. So yeah, can we talk about that real quick? Because you you went from I think 12th or 10th to fourth on lap one, and then by lap two, you're in the lead, right? Yeah, yeah. Whether it was two or lap two or lap three, whatever, I. I I know we weren't far into the race and I'd gotten to the front. Um, but yeah, I just, it was just one of those motos where the lines that I picked on the first lap, they were really good. Um, and sort of, if anyone was in front of me, whatever line they were in, I was in some other line. You know, like it was the kind of, it was the kind of track where once you're in, you're in the line. So I was just not following anyone and um, yeah, I mean, it just worked out really. I was just, I was just flowing around and picking them off and yeah, before I knew it, I was battling for the lead and, and then yeah, we got to the front, so. Uh, definitely, like I, I was saying it on the on the commentary, I was like, everyone says it's hard to pass here when it's like this, and you proved them wrong real quick. But, uh, but man, awesome to see you put it behind you from round one, and and it's legit that you're you're here to win races and, and challenge for the championship this year. So uh, we'll see you at App uh, no, we're at Appen. We'll see you at Aubrey. Yeah, thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Uh, Dean Ferris, um, not quite the perfect day, but considering the comeback in that first back-to-back, -back, I'd say it was pretty close. Yeah, it was all right. It was annoying. I crashed in that first back-to-back -back, um, twice. I, I, I like crash and it was in the space of about three turns. Too, it right? was yeah, two yeah. corners. Um, so there's like a record for me. But anyway, um, got back to fifth and um, yeah, then got a good start in the, in the last back-to-back. -back, just rode around. Um, I was kind of pulling away without really trying, so I thought I'll just mail it home and um, get the moto win and. Yeah, I wasn't sure where Tanny was. I wasn't sure if I had the overall, but um, I fell just short today. But all in all, man, the first moto was awesome. I got pole, which last year was not even close ever in you know in qualifying. So pretty good day considering. Two moto wins, three hole shots, pole position. Um, just missed out on that one moto, and it, it cost me the overall. I mean, look, we talked about this in the preseason pod, but but seeing the triple one, the Yamaha, and the starts, just they were on lock all all, all weekend. Um, it's definitely, I guess, a, not a shock perhaps to yourself, but I think seeing you back, it looked to me like on the mic, obviously I'm hyping it up, like Ferris is back, it's like the championship years, but um, you, you really look a lot more settled and, and happy compared to last year, and I think, um, you know, this is only going to improve for you. Yeah, I, I definitely am happy. I just, uh, I suit Yamaha really well. Like, it just, it just fits me no matter what the model is, and this one's just excellent. So, uh... <laughs> Yeah, no, I feel like I am back. I definitely feel like I am. And um, the only thing I was unsure about coming in this round is how my starts would be. Mm. Uh, look, the preseason races were decent. I got some good starts there, but it wasn't at a national with all the guys. And like, I was excellent on the start in the Honda last year. So I wasn't sure if it was just more me or if it was more the Honda, but I ripped some good starts today. Um, so I think I'm, my starts are on point as well. Um, Considering I don't really practice any, I... I mean, they looked as good as I've seen throughout your career, I'll be honest, you know? 
Well, yeah, it, it felt it. I mean, I didn't even look across in those back-to-backs, but I was like, I th I'm pretty sure these are pretty big hole shots no right big, now. No big, yeah. yeah, yeah. The first one, um, me and Mossy kind of bang bang bars the whole way up start straight, and uh, I just nipped him on the way in. Uh, so I was kind of like, oh, I don't, don't know if I'm, you know, going to be as good as. I, but anyway, those last two were good, so I was, I was happy with the starts. Happy with the riding, uh, man. Just winning today. Like with that flow is just so satisfying. Like I can't even put it into words. It's just it's it's just beautiful for me. So that's awesome, mate. Hey, you got the family here, Team Ferris. So good good job, and we'll see you at uh, Aubrey. Yeah, see you there. Yuri Konski, um, big day, varied day for the team. Talk about it. Yeah, look, um, day started really well with qualifying. Um, we were in a really strong position. Uh, I realise it's the same for everyone, but in Moto1, I mean, they drench the start line. The one area that only gets, like, used ten times. And um, the rest of the track, they didn't put any water on. So, two riders came together. Unfortunately, it was Kyle and, and I believe, Mossy, and uh, resulted in a crash. Which makes it hard on a track like this, where the, the, the lines were, you know, they were the way they were. But, um, overall, we rebounded. Jed rode really well, rode consistent. I think that rattled Kyle. Um, Jed's only five points off first, so I'm, I'm really happy with that. Like I said, he rebounded. The 250 class, uh, Wilson did more than what we expected. He broke a couple of ribs from that fall in um, one thaggy. So, you know, anyone who rides or anyone who does anything with broken ribs knows how much it hurts and difficult to breathe. So he did an exceptional job to salvage second and um, and to take the points lead and extend it and uh, Brody Conley again fell victim unfortunately to the first turn uh, came back up and just rode with so much raw determination and uh, managed to take third overall with that uh, second moto comeback and sit second in the point so overall it's good I just um, very frustrated with the, the first turn. Um, it certainly didn't rain this weekend and uh, the first turn was uh, muddy. But um, congratulations to Dean and Aaron. Uh, exceptional rides by both of them. Uh, um, and uh, great ride to Nathan Crawford. Like he owned it this weekend and uh, full credit to him and the team. Uh, and credit where credit's due. So we'll go back, uh, we'll review what we need to work on. We certainly need to find a little bit more on a hard pack track. That's on us. We've been doing most of our testing and riding in the sand and um, hopefully we can come back and go as well or better at uh, Aubrey. Uh, thanks, Drew. Appreciate it. Thanks. Wilson Todd, 2-2 um, on the day, I believe, second overall. And um, how was the day? Talk about it. Uh, not too bad. Um, it's just soup in the morning and then just sort of set like that. But... Uh, yeah, happy to just re rip two decent starts and stay up the front and not crash me brains out. Um, I'll, I'll be honest, watching you all day, it didn't look like you were able to go 100%, whether that's your body or I don't know, but you didn't look like you were the, the same Wilson. No, I'm just quite weak at the moment, um, just with the amount of injuries I've had this year so far, you know, starting in America and then um, obviously two weekends ago, got another broken rib and... I've, yeah, I mean, yeah, you could count on your hands right here how many times I've ridden this year. So, um, looking forward to these next four weeks and hopefully get some more bike time to build some strength. All right, mate. Well, hey, enjoy the Easter break and we'll see you come out swinging soon, huh? No worries. Cheers. Jim here, um, KDM Australia, 5.8 on the day. Um, big first moto. I mean, surely this is probably one of the first times you've ridden a track this gnarly with this much heat in your young career. Ah, yeah, definitely. The heat, the heat's not too bad. I'm used to it from being from WA, but definitely the track. It was gnarly today. Um, it was really deep. Qualifying was definitely a bit tricky. I think I got three laps out of the whole 20 minutes. But yeah, a solid day. Um, had a really good first race. Um, just made a couple mistakes at the start of the last race, which uh, stuffed me up a little bit. But Looking at the positives, um, definitely improving on hard pack, that's for sure. And yeah, this is where I belong in this class now, so I'm looking forward to the next round. Yeah, for sure. Look, I think if last year if there was a weakness for you, it was this kind of hard pack, really ruddy slot car track. 
um, everyone knows how fast you are in the loam and the sand. But seeing you like that first motor, you weren't just fifth, but you were like in in that battle in the lead group, which we probably would have seen that at round one. But obviously, the way things went down, it was different. But um, it's definitely. You know, I think what I say when I watch you ride is that you learn every time you're on the track and your learning curve is very steep. So, you know, the next hard pack track we have like this with these conditions, I, I know that you'll be further up the front again. Yeah, definitely. Um, there, there's a lot to be learned uh, on these tracks like today. Um, even the people who go past me, just every lap, I'll learn something new. And we just start picking off up the, the leaderboard and just being consistent the whole series is going to be key for us. So we're going to try to do that and yeah, see where, how we go. All right, good job. See you next round. Thank you. All right, guys, Yamalu, Yamaha's Jace Cosford. Jace, um, tough day out there, conditions, heat. Big first moto for you, but talk about your day. Yeah, I uh, started off pretty good. I ended up sixth in qualifying and then um, didn't get the best start in first moto, but made my way up to fourth, which was really good. Um, the track was really heavy, and so my helmet and bike were so caked after that first motor coming through the pack. Um, it was pretty tough, and then, um, yeah, started to warm up through lunch, and then out for the second motor, I was feeling good coming through again, and um, got together for a lap to rider, and then um, picked myself back up and started overriding us. I, I came through again, and then just pushing a bit too much and made a couple more mistakes, and, um, yeah, was laying on the ground again, and then just... Um, was pretty far back so it was a rough end to the day um, not really how I wanted to finish it that's for sure um, but yeah all right thanks man good luck next round no worries thank you